My mouth is so dry. I've been sitting here and trying to record, but I keep hearing the sound of my lips parting. Like, I cannot. So I have a giant thing of ice water. I'm going to try to keep the lip sounds and smacking to a minimum as a fan of ASMR. I don't hate on anyone who enjoys that sound. However, it's not a sound that I enjoy. When I do ASMR, ooh, I really like to listen to um, the tapping. Like, tip, tip, tip. I can't, oh, sorry. It probably sounds awful, like, right now. I'm, I'm not an ASMR artist, but I like tapping sounds. And uh, every once in a while, a cool sound happens, and my brain does, like, the, the fizzy thing that happens when you are affected by ASMR. Anyway. That's not even what we're about to talk about today. To be totally frank, I've been trying to pull up my notes for what we're actually going to talk about. <gasps> Have I even introduced myself yet? Yo. <laughs> Hi, my name's Madeline Oletti, and welcome to my podcast, I Am Unwell. Welcome to the chaos. <laughs> so on my show, we talk about mental health. I fill you in on how I am unwell today and then something that's going well because we got to be positive. And I look into a mental health term or idea or sometimes I'm talking with people about their mental health. It's a whole smorgasbord up in here. <laughs> anyway, today I want to talk about intrusive thoughts. We're going to get into what they are, what ones are really common, and when to be concerned about them. But before we get into the real facts and stuff, I'm going to tell you why I am unwell today. Because it's my show, and that's what I do. So today, I honestly think I might have an ear infection. My my ear my ear is not feeling very good. And it's it's happened in this specific ear before. I just get a lot of buildup up in there. Like, sorry if that's TMI, but that's just what happens. And it just, ugh, it's just so hard to get it cleaned and stuff. It's just hard to get all of the earwax buildup out and then it like doesn't drain properly. Ugh, I don't know. I, I need to go to like a minute clinic and get the thing where they, if you've never gotten your ears cleaned before, it's really, it's really dope. They like put a bunch of saline and I think like hydrogen peroxide in a spray bottle and they just like go right up in your ear and then you hold a bowl so all of the earwax and liquid can come out and then it catches it all and it's really gross but really satisfying. So I need to go do that. That's why I'm unwell. Oh, also my... My kid is getting molars right now, so we have all slept like shit the past few nights. It's been truly awful, and I feel so bad for him because that must suck. <laughs> it must suck. We don't remember growing teeth for the first time for a reason. Oof. Anyway, what's going well? Um, I don't know. I've honestly been kind of in a low place this whole week. Grief is like a really interesting, personal, terrible roller coaster, and big life events come like with earthquakes, aftershocks. Aftershocks happen even with grief, so sometimes I think I'm doing fine, and then I'll get a random memory or 
a thought will pop in my head or I look at the plant that my work gave me as a I'm sorry your dad died present which was lovely of them but they gave me not a bouquet that is supposed to die they gave me a, a plant with roots in a pot it's a it's a it's a peace lily and she's beautiful and all but my cats are little plant eaters and t lilies are toxic and one of our cats has had to go to the emergency vet two times because of lily poisoning <sighs> it's just it's a whole thing so i did not want it in my house so i have it at work and this lily it just like represents my dad and it's i am in charge of it living and that is heavy <laughs> for someone who was unwell and oh oh gosh guys it's so ridiculous and sad and kind of funny <laughs> but uh, this plant is gonna is gonna fucking live forever okay this plant's gonna live forever i even brought i brought a grow light for it because i work in a basement and it's oh, oh it wilted for the first time and i oh oh i like broke down um i was supposed to be telling you what's going well and I was just telling you more reasons why I'm unwell but what is going well is that I feel very aware of my grief and it doesn't consume me as it was when it was fresh it still hurts and I have to take care of myself and take a minute and honor what's going on but I can I can stand up and roll back my shoulders and move on if need be not a pushing away but a hi there I know I need to feel you I'm acknowledging you I see you we'll deal with this in a little bit okay <laughs> and then the grief is like okay <laughs> uh, it's a hard practice but I'm I feel fortunate to know to be practicing it if that makes sense so that's what is going well. Practicing. Practicing good mental wellness thought patterns, I guess. Ah, speaking of thoughts, those intrusive ones, right? <laughs> We're going to get into it. So go get some laundry to fold or, I don't know, make a bowl of soup and <laughs> let's sit down and learn some stuff together. My dog is laying here next to me on the bed so nicely. <laughs> One of my um, most common and least favorite intrusive thoughts that I experience is if I'm like driving and my dog's in the car with me, I will sometimes think to myself like, oh my god, like what if I rolled the window down and threw him out the car? I would never in a thousand bajillion million years do that. And that's the thing about intrusive thoughts is that they are unexpected and they seem to just pop into your head. They're often distressing or very strange, but they happen to almost everyone from time to time. In most cases, intrusive thoughts don't have any particular meaning as long as you recognize that they're only thoughts and you have no desire to act on those thoughts, then intrusive thoughts are not harmful. 
but that doesn't that does not make them any less distressing. So if you've ever experienced something like that, first and foremost, understand and know that it's normal. As distressing as that thought might be, and you might think to yourself like, yuck, ick, why would, why would I think about that? <laughs> it's normal. There are several types of intrusive thoughts. Some people have thoughts about perhaps germs or any other type of contamination. Oh, yikes. I can't imagine the types of intrusive thoughts that people must have had a spike in like during the thick of COVID. I mean, I probably had some. Ooh, some another really common intrusive thought would be like an act of violence or aggression. Maybe it's about doubting that you're doing something correctly so you're thinking that you're leaving things unfinished like oh no what if I did leave the oven on and now my house is going to be burnt down when I get back home from work or what if I left like the curling iron on because I don't curl my hair very often so why would I like I could have just forgotten that I left it on and now like the whole house is burnt down there could be thoughts involving religion blasphemy, um, maybe considering yourself to be an immoral person. Ooh, that was a plosive. Oh, sorry. That probably didn't feel very good if you have like earbuds in. I need to get a uh, like windshield for this mic. Anyway, <laughs> there could be thoughts about sexual acts or situations, maybe even acting out or saying something wrong in a very public. <laughs> There's a wow, these P's are crazy. I'm going to back up every time I have to use a plosive. There we go. See? <laughs> it's possible to have other types of intrusive thoughts that don't fit into any of the categories that I listed. Those definitely didn't sound like categories. It just sounded me. It just sounded me. It just sounded like me going, going on anyway. I was on speech team in high school. But I did like the acting speech team categories. So I'm not necessarily great at uh, on the fly fact giving, <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> anyway, in a 2014 study, doubting intrusion, so those worries about doing things incorrectly, those were the most common. These intrusive thoughts may not even have a cause. They can just happen absolutely randomly. Some thoughts can just wander into your brain and then just as quickly they're exiting. Like, bye girl. And when that happens, it leaves no lasting impression. So you don't have to dwell on it. It's okay. It's less common for intrusive thoughts to be related to any underlying mental health condition. But if that is the case, here are some signs that it might be something more if it lasts longer than a brief moment if it continues to pop into your head if it causes you true distress over time and if it makes you feel like you you need to to reign in control of your thoughts if you think you are experiencing a change in your mental health it really isn't anything to take lightly so early symptoms of something that could be worse would be noticing changes in your thought patterns, obviously like in a negative way. Like if you're changing your thought patterns actively and for to try to better yourself, that's very different. Um, if you're experiencing 
obsessive thoughts. That's something to look out for. And if you are having consistent, disturbing imagery going on, these things, they're nothing to be ashamed of, but they are a reason to seek a diagnosis and a treatment so that you can start to feel better because it's probably not fun walking around with disturbing thoughts in your brain all the time. You need to, you deserve some lollipops and rainbows, some, some sweet puppies. You're not a puppy person. Okay. You can, a fish. Do you like fish? Look, think about some fish. Anyway, <laughs> if you are thinking that your intrusive thoughts are a symptom of a larger problem, it could be one of the following, OCD, PTSD, or an eating disorder. Something that I learned about intrusive thoughts as I researched it, because I've always been kind of open about intrusive thoughts, because sometimes mine are like really silly. I just the other day, uh, my friend at work was like, I love when your intrusive thoughts win because I had just like bopped her bun on top of on top of her head. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> intrusive thoughts, while they can sometimes not be silly, silly, they might be giving you feelings of guilt or shame or embarrassment or fear. So sometimes you might not be as willing to be open about those feelings because you don't want people to think that you're nuts. But if we all were far more open about it, I think we would realize that it's really, really common. For example, I, oh, whenever, whenever I pick up a knife to cook, right? I'm always like, oop, what if I just like stabbed myself? Or like, oop, what if I like, oop, dropped it and then it chopped my toes off? So is that a recurring intrusive thought that I experience? Absolutely, it is. But I recognize it as just a thought and it just goes bloop out of my mind once it's in there it like pops right out it's like pebbles on a on a window <laughs> like you have that protection once you you just know it's a thought it's just a pebble it's going to hit your wind it's going to hit the window and it's going to hop right back off you know you'll be fine so while I know I'm really open about having anxiety and struggling with it it's not just people with anxiety who have intrusive thoughts. Research has shown that over 90% of the population experiences intrusive thoughts. If you are one of the lucky ones in our society who doesn't have any sort of clinical anxiety or depression, you are probably listening to this thinking, yeah, duh, of course, those are just fleeting thoughts. I wasn't ever worried about those. Now, if you have anxiety it's way more likely that you're going to judge your intrusive thoughts as bad and you're going to think it's immoral, maybe it's dangerous. And then that can lead to a more emotional response to an intrusive thought. And then that just gives the thought more power. It gives it more strength. And that increases the focus that you put on that intrusive thought. So it's a little harder if you have clinical anxiety to get out of intrusive thoughts, but it will pass. Because you do know that deep down it is out of character for you. It's out of character and you know that that's not what you would really do. And you can go about your day and, and be a queen. Just go be yourself. Okay. 
Now, I have here in my notes that what I just did was very wrong. <laughs> it says, others may suggest that people struggling with intrusive thoughts distract themselves and get their mind off of the thoughts or simply just don't worry about them. So, I'm sorry, queens. I should, I... <laughs> It is not it is not just a simply don't worry about it situation. It says here, my vice may have been well intentioned, <laughs> but thought suppression or attempts to otherwise banish a thought can tend to have a boomerang effect. No matter how hard you try to push them away, they continue to make their way back into your consciousness. Okay. See, I wrote these notes a long time ago and I'm just kind of going through them live. Next up I have a visual example. A podcast is an audio medium. So, do your best. Imagine that you were at a pool and there was a large inflatable beach ball in the water. The beach ball represents your intrusive thought. You decide to shove the beach ball underneath the water. This requires a notable amount of both effort and strength. You most likely won't be able to do it, and even if you did, it wouldn't last very long. And then the moment you let up, even the slightest bit, the beach ball or the intrusive thought will pop right back out of the water and back into your awareness. So I guess, yeah, I mean, what I was saying is at the end of the day, what you need to try to understand is that there is a very big difference between thinking something and doing something. If you're struggling managing intrusive thoughts, there are options of care for you. You can go to cognitive behavioral therapy, where you can work with a therapist to learn ways of thinking that can help you become less sensitive to the intrusive thoughts. In a controlled setting, your therapist might expose you to triggers for your intrusive thoughts so that you can learn how to react to them differently. There's always medication. Sometimes medications are used to treat conditions like OCD and PTSD. So like an SSRI, those are commonly prescribed to treat those mental health conditions. Oh, if you didn't know what an SSRI is, it's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. <laughs> and then something that you can do that doesn't require looking for a therapist or needing to have health insurance or spending a butt ton of money on, um, you know, the sessions if you don't have health insurance or medication if you for some reason can't get it then self-care is a very good way to treat your intrusive thoughts by recognizing that they are just thoughts and you can even learn to label them when they happen and then recognize that that thought is not the same as the intent or the behavior itself this as a practice when they do come up can help reduce the frequency or the intensity of these unwanted thoughts. All right. Well, that's the end of my notes. I would love to know what intrusive thoughts y'all have. If you want to get them off your chest, if you're too shy to talk about them, I would love to hear what you have going on up in your noggin and maybe it'll make you feel better to tell someone. You can hit me up on Instagram at iamunwell.pod. I don't really post very often. I'm not good at it, like, just caring enough 
that's really, I just, I'm not caring enough to post on Instagram, but I do check it enough that if you were to like DM me, I'll be there. I got you, boo. Okay. I'll be there in, in my DMs where it, where it matters. <laughs> um, you can also hit me up on TikTok at Hey, it's Maddie Ray. All of my information that I shared with you today, I got from Healthline.com and the OCD and Anxiety Center. Can't wait to catch up with you next time. Stay well, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>